Warning, this is an adult-oriented podcast about really perverse things like communication and consent. If you are under 18 and looking for answers to questions about sex or kink, please visit scarletteen.com. For the dude bro listeners, this is the nerdy shit. Fuck off. Okay, I'm okay. No more talking about know. it. No more talking about Oops. it. Oops. Shut off your ringtone. Mine's already off. Yeah. Mine's off? I come prepared. That was prepared. me. I'm sorry. I got mine off earlier. Wow. <laughs> man whore, man whore. Everybody wants to be a man whore. Man whore, man whore. A man whore on Lala's land. Do you know what's worse than ants in your pants? <laughs> Uncles. Oh. <laughs> That's what I mean. Oh, Jesus. Oh, damn. There's my bad joke contribution. Mwahaha. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so. It really makes awful you think for, for a second, right? Like, it really makes you think for a second. Oh, the memories. Uh, oh. <laughs> Did I traumatize you? Are you traumatized now? No, that was done years ago. You just brought it back up. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm, I'm just crying on the inside. Uh, I'm dying on the inside. La 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 you know, voice out in the studio. <laughs> Tonight, I'm here. I'm back. It's been a while, and it's nice to be back in front of this microphone with my co-host, Greedy. Hi. Hi. How are ya? I'm, I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm tired. I'm horny. I'm, oh, good. Let's talk about sex, I'm if tired. you're horny. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How much do you come? When you come, how much do you come? Does it fill up like a uh, belly button hole? A teaspoon? <laughs> a tablespoon? Your fi- your hand? Does it... Sp- okay, I'll put it this way. The, all it of the belly buttons, All of the belly buttons that I've come into have been overfilled. Overfilled? Yes. Like running down the belly? Oh, totally. Totally. Really? I've that sounds like a lot. You've never come in a belly button? No, I've never come in a belly button. Who comes in belly buttons? It happens. Like when you pull out and just, you, it just happens. My belly button's been full multiple times. Okay, I may have at one point or another like shot a rope over a belly button and landed some in the belly button, but it was not intentional and it may or may not have hit her face. Did it get in her hair? Yes. That sucks. Oh, God. I hate it I when know. it gets in the hair. That's like my one rag. rule with literally everyone. I'm just like, just. Not in the hair? Literally anywhere but the hair. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. It is something about Mary and all. I don't like it in my I don't like it on my face. But it, if it does get in my hair, it just makes me laugh. I don't like it, but there's a shower for that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a valid point. Greedy. Uh-huh. In your opinion, uh-huh. what is the most underrated sexual act? Most underrated sexual act. In your opinion. Talking. Only yours. What? What? Talking. That's like, okay. When when I have when I have my lover in bed. Yes. I want her to fucking communicate. I don't want to just hear. Ah, 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 ah. I want her. To be, I want her to tell me what she likes. You know. Okay. 
that's that's fucking erotic. If if I'm doing something she enjoys, okay, yeah, you can you can moan, you can you can get vocal like that, but if I'm doing something you don't say so. Okay, I think I don't think that's the question I'm asking. Oh, well, then clarify the question right. you're asking. So my most underrated sexual act would be 69 because if someone's going down on me, I don't have the concentration to continue to go down on him. That's underrated? It's underrated because there's no pleasure for him. It's just... I think you mean overrated. Yeah, that would be overrated. Underrated is like, what do people not talk about enough? What do people not do enough? Yeah. Underrated... Oh, what do they not do enough? Overrated would be... Why? Uh, what's so hyped up by porn, but you actually don't like? Yeah, sixty nine for me. You? Uh, totally sixty nine. Okay. That... I totally read. I totally wrote this question down, thinking the opposite of okay. what. Of what? That explains your confusion when <laughs> I answered like yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, what? Okay. Yeah, overrated sixty nine. I I agree with you. I want to. I want to be like completely focused on giving oral. Or completely focused on receiving oral, but I, uh, yeah. Okay. If if she's really good at giving, I'm going to completely fail at uh, at giving back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we so that was two questions in one. Yay. Okay. All right. Why not? Um. What is the strangest thing you've had in your tushy? Oh shit. Strangest thing. Uh, and if you say food, I'm gonna barf. Well, then I won't say food. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a microwave burrito doesn't count, correct? No. Was it um, frozen? Yeah. In a wrapper? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's been an assortment of toys. Um, <sighs> strangest thing as far as I feel, the handle of a flogger. Oh, was it, was, was it meant to be inserted? I... Because some of them are tapered. I and... think it was. Okay. All right. I think, okay, maybe maybe not designed with the intent to insert, but I think it was insertable, mm-hmm. and it didn't stop us from using it, so, I mean. Uh, all right. All right. Does anybody else at this table want to answer that question? What's the strangest thing you've had in your tushy? Talking about butt stuff. I have only had things that are meant for your tushy and my tushy personally, so. Boring. Yeah, pretty boring. I'm thief? safe. Ugh. What about you, thief? <laughs> hmm. Um. Some sort of. I don't know. Crickets. No. <laughs> <laughs> I I just meant it's very quiet. Lala's had crickets in her tushy. <laughs> that would be way too noisy. <laughs> Hard to be subtle. How, how weird would that be? Open your legs, chirp, chirp, chirp. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that's it's, all right. It's been a long time. That's all right. I was just curious. I want to say know. some sort of like little bottle thing, but I don't remember. As long as it's not a light bulb. Yeah, no light no. bulbs. Which I mean, a little bottle probably isn't that much safer anyway. But you know what? You know what's going to happen is we're going to move on, and then you're in the middle of the podcast. I'll just blurt it out. Press, you're going to blurt it out. It and we're going to be like, oh. <laughs> Stink bomb. Sixth oh, grade. Damn. No, don't do that. No. All right. Greedy. 
Oh, no. Back to me. What is something sexy you want to do but haven't had the chance to do yet? Oh, shit. Some sexy act. What? Our audience member. Oh, I know. I know. Is ooing. Wake up to a blowjob. Like, her lips around my hard morning wood. Waking up to that. It's great. It's It's not always great. Okay, uh, with with somebody that I previously consent to <laughs> okay. that. Okay. <laughs> oh. Memories of the uncle coming back. Oh. I, don't, I don't want. I don't want Uncle Stop Bob popping in. That, that might trigger someone. Oh, well, I'll take it out. Trigger warning. Oh, take it out when they're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> NSA, stop listening. <laughs> All right, greedy, next question. Oh, no, there's another one. <laughs> Who's on your sexy bucket list, and what is the fantasy you have the oh. most that includes them? Sexual bucket list? Yeah, it could be like actor, singer, someone you. <laughs> I'm either going to get a lot of shit for this or I'm going to get praised like a god, Betty White. Oh, she's so cute. She is fucking adorable. And she's hysterical. And she is awesome. She is witty. I she, think that would be fun. Oh my god. And being able to say that you fucked Betty White. Right? Damn it. Now I want Betty White on my bucket list. Hey, hey. You know, I, I do not hold sole rights to Betty White on my sexual bucket I list. love that answer. What is the fantasy? Uh, Betty White? Just sex? Anything. Anything she wants to do. Oh, all right. Or like, wants you to do. You're like, we could go yeah. to a movie. I mean, do you need to go to a laundromat? <laughs> if that's where Betty White takes me for this fantasy, so be it. I don't care. All right. All right. I have a... I have a bucket list that's kind of on that same tier as Betty White, but it's um, Helen Mirren. Oh. I don't know who that is. Me neither. She's, I don't know what it is, but that woman is amazingly, like, oh she just God. oozes. Oh, Welch. I, I, I can just think of the poster. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, okay, she she hasn't, oh, she has aged well since that there, poster. I know I've seen things with her in it, but I can't think of anything. What was she? I'll, I'll look up. I'll, I'll Google okay. some shit in a little. Uh, Is Lala over here taking selfies? Hashtag I am. It. I'm sending it to my sister. Oh, she's not even listening. Hmm. Hi, sis. Hi, sis. We're talking about you. I know you listen. So there you go. Mm. I just sent you a, t- a, t- a, t- a selfie. Okay. So your sister is on my list, too. Okay. My sister? Do you know which the one? The one that you just text? How do you know? How do you know? I have so many. How do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I know the one you're talking about. The only sister, really? yeah, the only sister of yours that I know. Do I know more than one? I don't know. We'll talk after the podcast. Sounds good. Or you can text me right now. Hey, hey, <laughs> this was fun, greedy. Thanks for talking about sex you don't with hear about Lala. The rest of my bucket list. Um, let's go to Gotham <laughs> Press Podcast right now. From Bakersfield to Mount Olympus, Gotham Press talks naughty business, sexual topics to explore your whoredom, good if you're new or kinky Yoda, Gotham Press Podcast, the dirty kinksters your parents warned you about. Oh my God! <laughs> We're back, Senora Clippy. 
Arriba, arriba. <laughs> Look, my Coca-Cola is working. <laughs> la la, this is why you do not give the middle caffeine. Oh, the my what? goodness. The middle? The middle. Rat? Is that better? Yeah. Like I, the middle finger? Uh, sure. Why not? It's been five you're minutes just, and we're already so derailed. You're just going to have to do it. Welcome back, Gothamites, to the Gotham Press <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! This is one of your hosts, Anemic Princess. Today we are also joined by Thief of Dreams. Hi. And Greedy Paul. Oh my God, she remembered me. <laughs> and we finally have our micromanager, Lala, back. I am back. Yay. <laughs> I missed you. I missed you. you too. You guys did such a good job without me, though. Aww. Just saying. But do I listen really? every week. I do. I listen and I just can't help but smile and have a warm spot in my heart because it just makes me so happy. Aww. Well, hopefully now you can have a warm spot in your chair. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, before we get started, <laughs> did you remember to put down the towel? <laughs> Shh. Move on. on. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to thank our supporters over on Patreon. For just one dollar a month, you can help the podcast thrive. For five dollars a month, you get early access to the episodes. And for ten dollars, our brand new tier, our very own Thief of Dreams will write a fantasy story centered around you. And may even go ahead and read it on the podcast. Yep. It will be read on the podcast. It will be. There we go. It will be read on the podcast. And also post it on the uh, Gotham Press Fat Life page. Okay. I'm about to like just like cash up you 10 bucks. (laughs) I know. Me too, man. I'm ready. Not me personally. To the podcast. $10 on the table right here. And go. (laughs) It was a dark and stormy night. And then meet me in the bedroom when you're done. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of podcasts lately have been uh, moving behind a paywall, and that's been pushed by the big podcasting companies, uh, the companies that we won't reference because we aren't associated with them. And fuck mm. you, assholes. Uh, to keep this podcast a free resource to our kinky, loving community, we do depend on our patrons because you guys fucking rock. Thank you for everything you do for us. You make the podcast everything that it is. Absolutely. So thank you so much, patrons. Uh, If you would like to know where we can be found, go ahead and take a look in the show notes. You'll see all of our links there. We're going to take this chance to go ahead and thank our sponsors of the podcast. And this time, let's go ahead and let's start with Thief's Touch. Thief's Touch for all your everyday flogger needs. Just the everyday flogger needs. Just just the everyday ones. Oh, not all? Just the... Well, I mean, do you do like custom floggers? Can. Okay, for all of your flogger needs. <laughs> Do you have any here for sale right now? Yep. Nice. Mm. I need to visit your shop on my way out. Yes. Oh. Okay. Gotta take a look at the stash. But anybody else can also check out um, Thief's Touch on Etsy. And if you use the code Take It Off, all one word, you save 10%. Oh my God. And free shipping. Oh. If you'd like to order locally, you can message me because do not order on Etsy and expect a local because if you order on Etsy, it has to ship. Oh, take it off, thief. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, thief. And if we're talking about toys, we could talk about some good old wood. JW Paddles. Yeah. They use some excellent wood. Absolutely. Spanky, spanky. Oh, I oh. heard that. And oh. what were you just lecturing us that your phone was already turned off I and think all? That was me. Th- oh, 
Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure that was me. <laughs> yeah, I was lecturing you three on turning them off. And, you know, I turned mine off a while back as I That's checked right. to make sure mine is off. That's the crop. Yes, it's off. <laughs> what you heard was someone's phone. And it wasn't mine. It you wasn't nothing. Mine. Nobody heard a thing. Through the magic of editing, the podcast actually heard nothing, and we're just bitching at nobody. You better leave it in there, mister. I've always, Looking at you. I've always been a nobody. Oh. Oh, stop it. Okay, so so my, my Twitter handle is nobody. So anytime I love somebody's post, they get a notification that nobody loved your oh. post. Oh. I kind of like that. All right, I listen. That was great. You can get your fancy tush paddles <laughs> at jwpaddles.com. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or if they still have some stock over at the stock room in LA. Absolutely. You can go pick it up there. It's a great thing to see in person. Yes. Fuck, it's no one. I'm sorry. <laughs> no one. No one liked your post. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So uh, our next sponsor, uh, Steel Brat Passies. If you would like a custom adult pacifier, Brad of Steel over at Steel Brat Passies can definitely meet some of your needs. He's great. He's negotiable. Um, and also, those things, they last forever. I know, I don't think I've ever met anyone who actually has one of his passies has ever had a problem with it any of the gems popping off or anything like that this stuff is made out of quality and he works with you the whole time to be able to meet all of your uh your needs and your wants for your passy if you're not exactly sure what you need or you want he has a great imagination too absolutely he's very very artistic so if you're not sure what you want, then he can definitely kind of come up with something for you and he'll coordinate that with you. So if you're looking for one of those, you can uh, check him out on Instagram and on FetLife. And if you're in the greater Bakersfield area and you have some unsettling urge to get your titties pierced, like uh, <laughs> myself and anemic over across the table from Or me. other mm-hmm. things, Greedy. It's or not just things. about the titties. Oh, I... Shisha yeah. Mahaka. Uh, if you want to get something pierced, <laughs> hit up Piercing by B LLC because B does a wonderful job with the needles. Absolutely. She's now located at her new shop over at Good Fortune Tattoo. I believe the address is 231 Roberts Lane out here in Bakersfield. She has a whole pretty piercing room to herself. She's going to help you out. And her customer service skills are amazing. Trust mm. me. She actually just recently posted, if you uh, follow her Piercings by B account, I believe on Instagram, um, she posted just kind of some tips about different kinds of piercers to avoid to make sure that even if you don't go to her, you are still keeping yourself safe. And if you want to upgrade that bullshit jewelry you got in your body, then you can go also give her a call. Absolutely. She has a large jewelry selection and she can actually take custom orders uh, from some of her suppliers as well. So I'm going to be visiting her soon to get me a new septum ring. Oh. And she be sexy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's but just we just don't great want to people at, to go to her just because she's sexy. Uh huh. She's really sexy. Spend that money on her. Yes. That's, creepy though. That's, that should be what? the rule. Then they'll go back. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's not know. a bad thing. Okay. Go with the intent to spend money, please. Pay I mean, you girl. should always go anywhere with the intent to spend money, unless it's your local library. I don't know. I owe a lot of late fees. They'll wipe that during the summer. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Ace working in the library. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much, sponsors. 
And uh, lastly, if you would like to contact us and reach out to us, you can, of course, reach us at any of our social media pages that are listed down in the show notes. Or you can consider contacting us by calling Candy's Sweet Box. Would someone like to go ahead and give me the phone number? Area code 805-303-1173. Thank you so much. So if you want to give Candy a call, go ahead and call us there. All right, and now we can move on to the meat of the podcast. The regular scheduled programming already in effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who wants to grab my meat? (laughs) Oh, our audience member is raising his hand. Yes, he is. Oh. Can I watch? Oh, that's disturbing. (laughs) Disturbing (laughs) as as they reach across the room and diddle each other's fingers. Mm -hmm. Oh, finger job. It wasn't really disgusting. It was kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> Something else that is really, really cute that we have on our show notes. That I'm really, I don't know who added this, but I'm really glad they added it because it made me very hot, happy. Cassandra Peterson. It made you hot and happy. Yeah. Uh, does everyone know who Cassandra Peterson is? How, does anyone not know who that is? Me. Oh, you do. You just don't you know do. that you do. Yeah, you don't know <laughs> that you do. Cassandra <clears throat> Peterson is also known as Elvira. Or the mistress of the dog. Oh, yeah. Yes. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. She just actually came out with a memoir. And in that memoir, she talks about the relationship she's had for 19 years with Mm. another woman. What a wonderful woman she is. Absolutely. Yep. So she she finally, she came out. She didn't, you know, necessarily define herself as being lesbian, queer, bi, or anything like that. But she did come out and say she has a romantic relationship with this person. And apparently they are a... They are a little younger than them, uh, and they're like this cute butch that was at the same gym that they went to. And I was like, I love everything about that, right? So I just, it, I think it just goes to show that Cassandra Peterson is 70 years old, which still blows my fucking mind because she is so hot. Mm-hmm. Um, she does not look it. Uh, but that shows that everyone at any age can come out of the closet. Well, mm-hmm. in, in her story, she was saying that when she first saw T is, is yeah. what she refers to them as. Um, she thought that they were a guy. Yeah, because they like saw the, the gym. G- yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and then they it, it didn't it, beca- it didn't become a relationship. They were both in relationships, but they or just freshly gotten out of them. I think or mm-hmm. no, I think at the time they'd met, they were they were both in relationships, but they just became friends and yeah. like never anything more. Never had any like weird feelings or strange anythings like just genuine love for that person yeah and then i think she said that i had like kind of slowly grown into a relationship where she said one day she looked at her and she just had this overwhelming urge to kiss her yeah and she kind of had a little bit of a crisis because she's like this is another woman like i've never i've never had i didn't know that that was in me but yeah it slowly grew into a romantic relationship which you know i just i love that friends to lovers arc that's my shit <laughs> yeah because that's that's love like there's yes that is just pure love there's a lot of foundation that was probably built there by having that friendship first so yeah but i mean everyone's talking about like, you know how of course how happy we are for for cassandra peterson to come out you know it shows that it's never too late you know whenever you want to come out we're here for you but also can you imagine her partner in 19 years dating fucking elvira and not being Mm. able to say shit about it oh my god (laughs) well apparently they weren't a braggart so they didn't feel the need to yeah brag about it i i guess that's fair and i must be a braggart because i would say all the time if i was fucking elvira are you kidding me most of us i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna cut in here 
if my bucket list of Betty White ever comes <laughs> true, none of y'all are going to know about it. Okay. I will carry that to my grave. <laughs> if my girlfriend was Alvira, she wouldn't always be Alvira. And so it would be a fun little treat for her to come home from mm-hmm. a show mm-hmm. as Elvira and climb into bed. Right? I mean, as, as Elvira. Hmm. I Mistress fuck of the dark. Elvira oh. or Cassandra Peterson. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter what garb she's in. She's beautiful. Well, she is. But after she's worked like 18 hours on a set being Elvira, Listen, she probably wants nothing There's to do a with washcloth. It. For that situation. You give yourself a little hoe bath and you crawl in bed with your lover. And you do the deed and have a great time. With that heavy ass wig on. (laughs) You just want to keep her for your own amusement. I see. Well, just for the moment. Right. And then she can go and, you know. On her I'll run her a hot bath with rose petals and bubbles and candles. And then right back to her cage that you keep her in. If the bed is the cage, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Look, and they just like slowly unpeel her titty tape that's keeping up her boobs. Oh, owie. (laughs) Is that a thing, titty tape? I think I got some of that. That's definitely, they have a kind where it's kind of like suctions. It almost looks like pasties Mm -hmm. around your nipple, and then it kind of has like a little tab on the top, and then you pull that part up to keep your tit up, and then you... Tape it up. I think yeah, mine would like just be that. like sag. Like it just wouldn't work on it's me. It's like a, a temporary boob lift. <laughs> it would make yeah. it look like a taco. It'd just be like fold it in half. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. There's <laughs> different ways to place them, so they don't do that. Now that we're thinking about Lala's titties as tacos, yeah. You want to help me? We can we can experiment. <laughs> it's Taco Titty Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing Tuesday night. Oh yeah. <laughs> So that was a fun story about our elder. Also, like, a uh, fucking happy spooky season. Elvira is queer. Hell yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. I started decorating the office in Halloween gear today. I mean, I <laughs> I feel bad because I started decorating my office, but, like, that's just kind of my personality. So everyone's, you're decorating early for Halloween. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bats are for Halloween. They're not my personality. I have bats in my house all year long and skulls and skeletons. Yes. I can't help it. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> happy fall, y'all. Yeah. Happy fall. I'm just Damn. staring across over at Greedy because he's not on his phone, but I don't think he's using it for show notes. No, I'm, I'm actually using it for show appropriate stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, so. I believe you. I, I'm, I'm going to. He's on FetLife browsing pictures. Well, Swear that, to God, I'm not. Is, well, even if he was, it could still lend to our topic this episode. This is going to be a caveat. Okay. Okay. So there is a national blood shortage right now. What does that okay. have to do with fish eggs? Absolutely nothing. Caviar is yummy. <laughs> no. <laughs> so anyway, there is a national blood shortage, and um, there's uh, the the religious group that I follow is calling for everybody to give a blood ritual mm-hmm. in the next month. So perform a blood ritual, save somebody's life. Go donate blood. That's if it. you're able to. Yeah, if you're able to. I'm not allowed to donate I blood. I can't either. I'm gonna. Because I had <coughs> a tattoo. Tell you what. Yeah, done. tattoo too recently. And, yep, and I'm getting more done on the 15th, and I'm so excited. Hey, I have a blood disease, so they don't I want my blood. I will donate for you. I do. Okay. 
I will donate once for you. Oh, you don't have to do that. Wait a minute. I know I don't have to. Anemic Princess has a... <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever wonder where the name came from? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Lola, why are you looking at me with <laughs> yeah. the light bulb just went on? <laughs> well, because anemic means that you have low blood. You have low, well, you have something going on with your red blood cells, and the side effect side effect of that is becoming anemic. Yeah, yeah. so I just assumed that you had low blood. <laughs> I actually have a lot of red blood cells. You. They are just about a third of the size they're supposed to be, and they are teardrop shaped. Mm. Yeah. They killed a man in prison. Yep. <laughs> and ran down his face. When oh. I first got diagnosed, I remember I told my brother about it, and he was like, dang, you so emo, even your blood's crying. God damn, That's savage. awesome. I love that. What does this little red light mean? What it means your battery's red, dying. What does the little red dot on your hamburger mean? On, on your means on you, have, you have notifications or... Something that you need to address. Oh, look. Interesting. See that two next to Gotham Press Podcast? That's yeah. what it means. Click on that. See oh. what happens. Oh, and you can read our messages that we've been sending each other. Right? I don't get on fat. Year and I, can't, I don't Christ. have my glasses. Two <laughs> messages in the last year and a half, and she only just discovered them. I didn't yeah. know what that little red dot was. One some sugar daddy out there like, I wanted to give you $3.7 <laughs> million. He's actually a Nigerian prince. <laughs> But he's a good guy. It's legit. I yeah. swear to God it is. <laughs> Not a scam. You just have to send him $1,000 first. Mm, yeah, for, for processing fees. Yeah, yeah. And then... But these are from the Gotham Press. Yeah. <sighs> to you. Why are they to me? <laughs> so confused. <laughs> okay, I don't have my glasses on, so that's really hard to read. So... <laughs> Yeah. Um, this is why I don't do social media very Lala, much. Lala, Lala, we need to get you active, like interacting with the podcast. So I'm going to ask you something. She's been busy. I, I, I know. have been busy. I know she I has. I do try to get on Discord when I can because I do kind of understand Discord and how it works. You you are an ex-Mormon, yes? Yeah. Okay. So I have a question for you. Okay. Have you ever heard of soaking? Oh, I'm so glad Lately, there has been a <laughs> boom. Okay, so so on on uh, what what the fuck is the TikTok. app called? TikTok. Um, I'm I'm very new to TikTok. Apparently, it's popular with the kids. But on TikTok, especially in the ex Mormon groups, um, there's this sudden outing of Mormons that have learned to justify sex, like. They, Is it they anal sex? No. No, because no. God can't oh, see no. it. No, 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 no. That's the loop. It's on that same... It's, it's the same, same realm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so soaking is where a penis gets inserted into a vagina and then no movement happens. And do you know what else happens sometimes? So, there's another thing called jump pumping. They get a friend to come in and jump on the bed so the friction isn't caused by you or your lover and they can honestly say that they weren't having sex. I gotta ask you, as a former Mormon, does this align with what you were taught? No. No, not at all. But doesn't it sound amazing? In fact, you shouldn't even... I mean, what they teach is that you shouldn't even be alone with a boy until you're... Oh, but they're not. They're They're not. not. They have a friend. They have that third friend. They have a friend. But but they're naked. 
Oh, you don't know that. You, yeah. How'd the penis get in the J But it's just soaking. It's just soaking. They're not. They're not doing it. any thrusting, so it's they're they're sex? innocent. Honestly, it feels like it would be easier just to sin. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like at that right, point. Because you're once just, you're in, like, how do you get in you if you there's not, no thrusting? How do you not thrust? How do you well not until until the move? first jump hump? Until the first jump, you you don't necessarily have to even be in. I mean, just like right there, just poke. Just the tip touching. Wow. And then jump. Oh, my God. I slipped in. Oh, my God. She's jumping still. <laughs> it's slipping in and out. I'm not doing this. I, another 10 minutes of this and I'm going to be mad. <laughs> the hand gestures. I wish you all could see the hand gestures. Oh, God. Wow. To be in a cult. I'm sorry if I seem a little distracted, but there's some sexy women wrestling on the television, and oh. it like it's really distracting those those fishnet stockings and the little <gasps> Francisco oh. and she, Jennifer. She just suplexed her. You guys, the listeners cannot see any I'm of this. I'm sorry. This is I was okay. trying to describe it. The, there's okay. there's one in in just like a weird thong bikini thing, and one in like a schoolgirl bikini. All yeah, it's basically a bikini. Yeah, with fishnets. Yeah. But the, like a little skirt. Fly okay. Okay, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna put on my blinders. Fuck out of each other. Okay. What's our topic today? I I came up with our topic because I feel like I should be allowed to be a nerd about something okay. that is. Oh, it's also kinky, so it's still like it's fun stuff. But I've been wanting to talk about it for a minute. And I finally was like, I'm just gonna put on the show. All right, let me set the timer. One minute. Okay. It's about and time you got go. your nerd cred. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing you. I wanted to talk about fetish-based art. What? Fetish-based art. All right. Like for the listeners out there that can't see your notes, would you please define fetish-based art for us? So the way that I'm defining it, at least for this episode, um, is anything that's like art in the traditional sense when you think of art. So like paintings, drawings, digital media, sculpture. I also threw in photography as being another form of art. Uh erotica so any sort of writings music though i'm specifically looking for musicians who offer several kink or fetish based songs um content creators like those who are on tiktok and youtube but the not necessarily education based ones i really like the uh role plays and stylized videos and also fetish models or sex workers so that is what for the purposes of what I want to talk about is what I narrowed it down to. There can definitely be a lot other things you can consider to be fetish-based art, but that's what I wanted uh, to talk mostly about because I appreciate art in a lot of forms, and I especially love it when it's kinky. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up is because I've been thinking a lot lately of... Uh, uh, so I'm super into, like... The visual of the leather daddy, you know what I mean? Like the you know big guys with the leather harnesses and the mirror caps and the big cigar and stuff. I like I love that visual. So I tend to look at a lot of Tom of Finland things. Does anyone here know who Tom of Finland is? I know Tom. I do not. They made a movie. (laughs) Did they really? Yeah, they did. Okay, who's Tom? So his art's been in a lot of things. It isn't his act. He has a very Swedish name, actually, that I don't think I'd be able to pronounce. But he's known as... Pretty sure it's Finnish. Yeah, or Finnish. You know what I meant. (laughs) A very European name (laughs) that is just too bland with not enough seasoning for me is essentially what I'm saying. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, uh, but he is super well known, especially in like more of like the gay leather scene for his hyper masculine homoerotic art. Mm-hmm. And all of these, by the way, I'm going to make a point to take some of their art examples and I'll post it inside of the discord. Nice. Um, but so he's super famous. I mean, there is even kind of like a whole like museum dedicated to him. I believe in WeHo. I think there's one in San Francisco too, uh, just because he published all of this art. I mean, during times where it wasn't necessarily okay. Um, they usually the men in it. They were like I said, super masculine. So they were, tend to be very muscly men. Uh, there was a lot of uniforms and leather. So like he'll do like a lot of like sailors or army men or. Uh, they or the straight up like leather daddy motorcycle guys like so he has a lot of that and they're always um, one of the things I really appreciate about it is that even though it is tends to be like really like kinky it's also very loving like that's the only way to try to it doesn't seem like we're going to enact all these like acts of violence on each other like they're like sometimes the characters are looking at each other like very affectionately or lovingly, even though they're, you know, these super buff men with big old mustaches and, like, you know, giant sex organs and stuff like that. So they, they do a lot of um, small acts of subverting masculinity. And so it's really nice to see something that is, like, so, like, raw and sexy, but also it not be completely about the sex, if you know what I mean. So I really dig it. So there's uh, a lot of... Uh, a power exchange kind of inferred in a lot of these pictures too. They even have a lot of uh, like depictions of like boot blacking or one is obviously being submissive to the other. So I really dig Tom of Finland and there's even um, there. I was even reading that there are other people who have mimicked his art style and put it in different areas. Like there's uh, a lady who started trying to like, I'm going to make this about butch lesbians instead. And so as they did kind of the same sort of theme. So, if you haven't heard Tom of Finland, I would look into it. But just but, just now dawned on me that you were saying Tom of Finland. Yes, Tom yes. of Finland. When Three you, separate words. When you first said the name, I thought you said Tom McFinland. Oh. And so I was like, I have no idea who that is. Yeah, it's but Tom no, it's, of Finland. So um, I would recommend. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. So uh, that's, you know, just that is very concrete. This is my drawings and it is kinky. Um, I was also thinking about other ways that like fetish has kind of gone into pop culture type of art, specifically with comics. Oh. I threw this in here for you two nerds. <laughs> but it's accurate, right? Like, comics? How often do you see particularly female villains um, in either like kinky seeming outfits or even the way they attack? I tend to think a lot of Catwoman. Mm-hmm. With like her all looks like either like leather or polyurethane or sometimes latex fucking suit. So with her whip. Okay, but now was Catwoman always portrayed like that or only since Michelle Pfeiffer played her in a movie? You know, I wouldn't be the best person to ask that if I'm honest. I know, we need an older person. I personally have never seen an iteration of Catwoman where she did not. You're not not that person. Don't look at me like that, Lala. Because I feel like even... You need an older person. I am older. You're not, I'm 60. I should know these things and I don't. But you weren't a comic kid. You're right. I wasn't. So that... Well, I did read Archie. I do know that the Eartha Kitt version of Catwoman was still in, like, a cat suit. Right. 
you know, so it's still very form-fitting. And she had the, yeah, super tight, and she had, like, the mask going and, like, the heels. Mm-hmm. And she was also a very, like, sexually promiscuous seeming with her villainy. Mm-hmm. So but That's also one character. And if you watch Gotham, that Catwoman is very adorable. Have you watched it? Uh, the show yeah. Gotham. Yeah. I think I watched part of season one. I tried to get into it, and I just couldn't. All right. Wait thought, a second. If if we're talking about female villains that are fetishized, that that wear fetish-looking attire, I think we're missing the absolutely most obvious female villain there is in all of comic books. Harley Quinn. I mean, is she a villain? Can... But she's very colorful. She's I not she was like an kinky. Like, oh, but tell me, like... tell me, there's not a fetish of Harley. Well, yeah, well, absolutely. yeah, of course. But it's not. She like... kind of has the manic pixie dream girl thing going a little bit mm-hmm. too, because she's kind of crazy. Uh, people have kind also kind of crazy. You know what I fucking mean? <laughs> she's um, insane. <laughs> well, they also have like kind of inferred that you know maybe a lot of her more masochistic tendencies is what led her to be abused by the Joker for so long. You know, is that Mm. it translated to her as just like, this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. It's normal. Yeah, it's fine. But it really was just straight up abusive with no care for her. I mean, and then we could even talk about the fact that, you know, now she's canonically with uh, Poison Ivy in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Poison Ivy, I mean, she's pretty kinky, too. I mean, Poison Ivy Mm -hmm. is technically a villain. She's like, I'm an eco-terrorist. I don't want anything to do with these fucking villain people but even like if you look at some of the um like her weapon the vines Mm -hmm. that could be kind of like an alliteration for you know tying people up it could be whipping Mm. i mean to me it feels kind of like and this isn't a villain but wonder woman we all know where that came from right from very uh you're looking at me with a confused look we know what i don't know where this came from came from or comes from the how how Wonder Woman came about? I mean, I know she's an Amazon princess, but like, do you know about the person who wrote Wonder Woman? I do not. I know there's a book, and I wanted to buy the book, and I haven't bought the book hmm. about the, the history of Wonder Woman. But no, I don't. Reader's Digest version. Reedy, you know. I. You watched the movie, right? Uh, is this a Captain thing? I watched, Should Captain yeah, have been here? I watched thing. the movie. Oh, Doctor Marston and his Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. The person who wrote Professor Wonder Woman. No, I take it back. That's what No, I take it back. Nope. Nope. No, no. That, that, that is a movie that I have watched. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Charles Moulton Marsden, um, he did write Wonder Woman. And yes, there was a lot of kink put into it. And the, the movie did portray it pretty accurately to the fight that he had against the League of American Decency. Mm-hmm. Fucking communist. Um, but... Yeah, it, it. I feel. I feel like they they left out a lot of details that they could have done more justice to it. I I agree because I feel like they were looking at it as the drama of it all. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Because one of the things about him is that uh, he had two female partners at the same time. He was polyamorous, which was not okay. It was not okay. I think I believe at some point in the movie they talked about the fact that they they almost had their children taken away from them. Mm-hmm. Oh yikes! Yeah, because it was not okay to have multiple partners. You know, that any sort of alternate form of sexuality was frowned upon just in general back then, which is why he had trouble with the comics. And it's why he had trouble with the fact that he had two female partners. But um, 
apparently uh, his Wonder Woman character was based off of both of his partners. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of her things, if you look at those old comics, there's a lot of shackling people up and mm-hmm. tying them up and all these suggestions. The lasso ways. of truth. Yeah. I think about him. Yeah. He, uh, well, what's that thing called? The lie detector test. He also made mm-hmm. that. He created yeah. that. <laughs> oh, really? Technically, yeah. technically it was his wife's idea. Like his his wife was the one that came up with the the polygraph. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Polygraph. She was the one that came up with the idea of uh, monitoring your heart and your pupils and detecting whether or not you're you're lying based off of that. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Admittedly, there are ways to beat the polygraph. Yes. It is. That's why they don't. It's not admissible in law anymore. Mm-hmm. I believe. So. I don't think it ever was. It was for a short while. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's just another way that fetish art can manifest. I see it a lot in comics. You know, they even, because how many women are, you know, at least that. I haven't read comics recently. I should probably, I should put that out there. So a lot of this is, like, from, like, watching videos about comic history and the way that women are referred to in comics. You know, obviously, it's no surprise in, like, superhero type of comics that they're highly sexualized. But I think specifically when it's a uh, villainous woman, then they add the whole fetish aspect onto it. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, you know, she's dressed in, like, a skin-tight cat suit. She also has a whip now. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like the same can be said about Skeletor. What? Go on. Or is maybe it's just all ears. Does he have shackles? He has shackles constantly on him, right? Yeah, but I mean, just also, I get that vibe from like the He-Man and all the the good guys are all like the heroes and it's bright and shiny and it's sunlight and it's it's good. And then you go to like Skeletor and it's like dark and kind of mysterious and Mm -hmm. devious and there's just... Hmm. A lot of deviant things happening. You know, that would make sense because for a long time, and Disney is the biggest proponent of this, they queer code their villains mm-hmm. like crazy because they count that as kind of a form of sexual deviousness, that it's ultimately must be evil. I mean, if you look at like Jafar, you know, highly queer coded. Um, Ursula from Little Mermaid is actually based off of Divine the Drag Queen. Oh, really? Yes. That's why she is wow. very Did masculine. Did not oh. know that. Yeah, look at their faces. They have the exact same thing. You're right, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's based off of Divine the Drag Queen. A lot of, like, Scar. Um, he seems to be, like, he has very, for a lion, of course, very feminine manner- mannerisms. Like, they see things where he just kind of talks with his ha- paws yes. a whole lot. Yes. And you see there's part where he's filing his nails and... So they are one of the biggest like wow. people that that do that. They queer code their That's villains. Funny. I think he was yeah. sharpening his claws, not filing his nails. You know what the fuck I mean. <laughs> but the way he was—it was, it was doing a lion it. that was doing the it. Way okay, he was doing okay. it okay. too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and even the little sidekick of Gaston. Yeah. Uh, Lafu. Yeah, Lafu. Yeah, Lafu. Yeah. So. There's a lot of that happening. So if you queer code your villains, it makes sense to maybe you add some kink and fetish stuff on them because that is just as bad as being gay. I wonder if that explains why, why a new generation loves the villains. Mm-hmm. Now they're making all the villain movies and like all oh, the, yeah. you know, like going back because everybody was like, I related we, to them. <laughs> yeah, a lot more than the hero of the, right? the story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I used to have the weirdest. I don't. I don't know if anyone else here like ever used to watch Powerpuff Girls. It may just be me thing. Oh um, yeah. But uh, do you guys know about the villain him? No. So they are <laughs> one of our audience man- members. Is nods, 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 nods. <laughs> hey, nods. audience manager. <laughs> member. I, I said member. I could not explain when I was a kid my extreme attraction that I had to the villain him. He was. He was strange. Did he ha- Did they actually draw him, yes. or was he just oh. mentioned as him? No, they his his villain oh. name was him. I'm gonna show you a picture of him because he uh, looks kind of intense. Everything about him looks very. I wonder if I'll recognize him because I did watch Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, I don't remember that. Him, really? Him had very no, feminine movements. You know, he had this very villainous smile, but he had things like big eyelashes you see he's wearing these thigh high boots and spiky feet mm-hmm. at the bottom he's wearing something that looks like a dress and i remember there were episodes where he'd be like plotting in the bowl bath and stuff like that doing he'd what plotting oh he'd be plotting his I next thought evil she, thought she was using a yoga term <laughs> plotting in plotting. the <laughs> bubble bath is that a yoga is that a yoga stance plotting in the bubble bath <laughs> And like I didn't really get it, but like now I go back and I'm just like they made him for a children's show like actually kind of like sensual in a lot of ways. Like he felt like deviancy. He just he felt like deviancy personified. He just always had this really intense grin on. I'm showing Lala some pictures. I'll make sure to put these on the display later. Yeah. So that was definitely a queer-coded villain. And I think, like, as far as I can get away with third, it's like a little little bit deviousness. So and a lot of, you know, queer things gets associated with kink automatically to a lot of people's brains because they associate those words with deviancy in popular culture. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's why I included comics in this, personally. Uh, some uh, other things I wanted to take a look at. Just like real quick, music. I mean, everyone knows that there's like the best songs to bang to, but also I feel like we have this unique thing since we uh, often go into play spaces and dungeons and we hear the exact same like three Nine Inch Nails song play every fucking hour. <laughs> That's because you guys <laughs> haven't given me control. I will give you control because... A fucking mindless self-indulgence. Dicks are for yes. my friends. Dude, mindless Dicks self-indulgence. MSI all day because... My friends. When I was like 16, I remember I was thinking like, oh my God, like I want to do some kinky stuff to closer by name. No, I'm done. I've done that enough times <laughs> to closer. <laughs> I've done it enough times to discipline. I'm good. Like, but it what is What about like, the reptile though? What's that? A Nine Inch Nails song? I don't think I've heard that. Or oh. if I have, I haven't recognized it. Oh, that's your homework. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> but it's definitely, he's like the quintessential dungeon music is Nine Inch Nails. I've, I feel like we need more Deftones in that quintessential yes. dungeon music. Yes, 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 yes. I'm all here for that. Mm-hmm. The Butcher? Mm. Yes, please. You know who has a great dungeon playlist? Well, two people have great dungeon playlists. The ask for them is Beastings, who was our guest last time, mm. and Brad of Steel. Oh. Because, I mean, listen, all I'm going to say is is that there was a scene at camp where Brad of Steel's playlist was playing. It's the first time I ever heard it. 
And there were at least five of us going up to him afterwards asking if we could have that playlist. Nice. Because it was damn good. Like, I added a bunch of their songs to, like, my, like, femtop playlist that I have going when I want to get in that headspace. So, nice. it's really, real good. And Bees is really good because it kind of gets you into, like, the mindset. That's how she does hers is she gets, gets you into headspace. I tried to, to play mine and you guys kicked me out. Well, did yours have like Flight of the Bumblebee on it or something? No, some it was like <laughs> Sixpence None the Richer. It was Kiss Me and it just. I know. fucking hate you for putting that on in my dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was you. Yeah. You're welcome. I just want some Tiny Tim playing in the background. <laughs> I could beat ass to that, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's like, you can, I guess. <laughs> I feel like you could beat ass to anything. You really could. You really could. Um, oh, um, Not country. Oh, yes. No. I disagree. I, I want to see you get up there with Earl's Gotta Die. Earl's <laughs> Gotta Die. That's not how it goes. <laughs> well, this old hat from Chris Ledoux. Not familiar with that one. It's like a kind of a sad, kind of a slow. Does he does he lose his dog and his truck and his wife left? Him? Well, it's it, it's it's along those lines. It's oh my this, god! This biker comes up to him at a bar ever and says, "What would you do if I snatch that hat right off your head?" And he said, "Well, Mister, if you knew what this hat means to me, is those leather vests meant to you? Like the the hat band was made by an old." I don't know how it goes anymore. But Sounds hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it could be really hot. You know, to be fair, there was one time where I was watching some folks scene, and uh, the bottom was wearing some headphones, right? Because she was doing kind of like some sensory deprivation to it. She had her music on really loud. And at one point, the, uh, the top comes over, and he has to communicate with her. So he moves her headphone to the side to be able to speak to her. And the music's up so loud, and I heard some Taylor Swift blasting. And I was Damn. like, all right, girl, that's what it gets you. All right. <laughs> like, the ta- Taylor Swift getting your ass beat. Fuck yeah, okay. Well, okay. I, I'm i not going to shame that at all because no. I have a song that's on my personal playlist for, like, if I had headphones, mm-hmm. which is not a song you would ever hear in a dungeon. It's very sad Shake it's it very Shake lonely it no it's actually a, a song that a friend of mine wrote but mm-hmm. um it brings me to tears in a heartbeat so it gets me into a certain headspace mm-hmm. if i'm if that's where i'm trying to go and so that's that's why it's there so yeah i can't i can't judge anybody's playlist really yeah i don't know enough about music to pick a playlist so i will say that if you ever catch it uh Retrobella and Boy Drake have a wonderful class on dungeon musicality. That would be great yep. if we ever get to do that in life again. Yeah. Well, right. it, there are still virtual conferences happening. Just saying. So if you ever find some time and you can catch them uh, doing it, it's a really good class. I think it's great for those who are able to catch them. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, you know, just quick, quick plug. Um, I would like to actually move on to talk about FetLife creators because I do know that another person at this table has a few FetLife creators that they really like. Yes, ma'am. So I would like it if you share a couple of them and I'll share a couple of mine. Okay. Well, uh, most, of, most of mine on Fet are going to be all like photography related. I don't know. I'm sure there's probably like 
art as in like drawn and yeah. painting and stuff in, on FET. I just haven't found that community yet. But some of the photographers that I found are like amazing. Like there's oh, yeah. um, Just a Libertine, which is uh, an artist. I don't want to just label them a photographer. Well, I guess I can. But they're from Greece. Um, and that's easily my favorite photographer on FET and elsewhere. They're also on um, DeviantArt too. Mm-hmm. But um, they have an amazing use of like light and shadow and great artistic eye. And it's a very kind of dark surrealism kind of twisted smoky it's not just like tits and ass Mm -hmm. i guess is what i would say like there's more to the story in each like photograph and i I love that aspect of it um another one would be through my eyes from germany uh great black and white majority rope and suspension photography Mm -hmm. with a smidge of a little sadist spin Mm -hmm. like i think there was one photograph that had like somebody's mouth open and had like toothpicks between lips like holding them open so that was kind of cool um (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's i don't know if i'm saying this right it pow powie doc pow i doc p-o-w-i-d-o-k uh they are a polish photographer with a great eye for subtlety and light and then there's John Milton. Don't know if I'm saying that right. Looks like it to me. Nobody? Okay. From Dallas, Texas. Uh, they are a great underwater photographer. Ooh, I love those things. Yeah. And apparently I know somebody who tried to do some of those a while back. And they were like, it's a lot harder than I thought. I'm, I'm like, sure it's definitely It already hard. looks hard, too. So I don't even want to mess with it. But um, from his profile, it says, Through my formal studies, I have explored thoughts and ideas surrounding the art of letting go. Letting go is a strong corollary to DS relationships. It is in this realm I love to create. And then the last one I will list is Reflective Desire. It says they... Yeah, I'll go with they. Mm -hmm. They are a Seattle-based AMAB GQ. So assigned male at birth, genderqueer, top-leaning switch, rubber pervert, photographer, and general weirdo. And some of the coolest rubber and I, I guess latex. I don't really know what this mm-hmm. what the suits are, but amazingly shiny and yes. oh my goodness, you just yeah, yummies. Some of the best art that like uh, like in terms of photography that I see on FetLife, that uh, at least the ones that I really enjoy, either center around rope because there's so much artistry you could do with rope. Or it is a lot of those, like the rubber dolls. And I'm not particularly, I'm not really like a rubber person. That's not my particular kink, but the watching it. Yeah. And I know how much work goes into it now because my play partner is very much so into, into rubber and how much work and how expensive those suits are and just everything that you do to even get into them. It's really, really intense, but it shows that it's a really big kink, so... I know yep. that they get off on it. And everything is clean and yes. spotless. Always. Like, even their fucking, the rooms that they're in and they shoot in and stuff is, like, immaculate. And I'm like, how? How do you do that? Like, how How are there no fucking fingerprints or, yeah. like, some baby powder <laughs> on this leg that somebody missed? Like, it's all just perfect. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely the pristineness of it that, that really gets it for me. Um, for me, some of my uh, favorite, like, FET creators, um, well, at least they're people that are also on FET, because I think a couple of these people I found on Instagram, but the good stuff is on FET, you right. know, because it could get away with there. Uh, one of them is definitely Sin Black. Uh, one of my favorite things about them is they 
work a lot with all different kinds of body types. Oh. And it's really sexy. And they work with a lot of BIPOC. And I'm like, hell yeah, I love that. They do a lot of, like, a lot of rope work. Um, but they, uh, and they'll, like, put, like, a little bit of, like, ounce of the sadistic stuff in there, too. But, like, they are probably the first, they had an OnlyFans for a little bit that didn't have any sex in it or anything like that. It just had more of that particular art, and I followed it for that. Oh, I nice. It was good enough that I paid for it because it's so satisfying to my eye. Uh, another one that I really like is Heavy Bondage for Life. Their depictions of bondage are so fucking intense sometimes <laughs> where I'm like, those are eight padlocks on your head. Damn. So it is just, it is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So I really like their, like their stuff. Um, I also, you know, there's this guy named Thief of Dreams. I quite like several of the photos that he's taken. It's Aww. Good. It's, you know, it's just saying. I need that guy to take some photos of me. I need that guy to the take some photos of me. The fucking front door is open. Back in the day when People I had a cute to come. figure, I did a lot of modeling for my photographer I, friends. You could still do mm-hmm. modeling. Oh, yeah. You are still a knockout. And moving on. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Let's do it. Moving on. Yes. I'm because... In. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're, I mean, ultimately, if, if they're pictures you don't like, then you don't post them. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Clearly like up it. to you. Let's do it. Calm um, down. All right. <laughs> so, another one that I like, and this this one's kind of like, not as like, oh, it's so sexy. And it, there is an account called Mr. Cocky. Ooh. And like I, that little cocky on your microphone? <laughs> kinda. Kinda. Aww. It's It's a guy who, uh, they are the, they are my favorite kind of dick pics. They're silly dick pics. He will put a pair of googly eyes on his penis, and he puts him in different situations. He'll have, like, a whole setup going. He's put, like, a little, like, crown and cape on him, so he looks like he's a king walking around. Like, he puts different backgrounds <laughs> okay. behind I'm writing this down. You have Mr. to Mr. Cocky? Mr. Cocky. I gotta, I gotta find and it's one of those. And <laughs> it's one of those profiles where if I'm scrolling through FET, every time I see one of his postings, I grin so big because it is so funny and so cute. Is it I-E or Y? Y. I'm looking it up. It's on FetLife? Yes, on FetLife. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy. Um, <laughs> <a couple laughs> That's of right my, up my alley. <laughs> the two other ones that I really enjoy, they actually are uh, digital artists, both of them. Ooh. So, But they I primarily see them on FetLife. Um, one of them is, I believe it's LexJ. I love a lot of their art because it's just, it's very soft, tend to be in pastels, and it's mostly rope-based. I like the figures of the people that, of the people that they draw because... Because they look like me, frankly. They have my shape, and it makes me a little more confident when I see, like, oh, I'm someone who can be tied. It looks super cute, like how they are. It's very gentle. It's very fantasy feeling. So I really like their stuff. And one day I might actually get a commission done by them because I really enjoy enjoy their stuff. Nice. Um, the other one is Telmel, which I remember everyone was liking for a while, some of her stuff, especially me and Captain, because he and I have very similar kinks. Uh, Telmel, she wrote a lot of comics where, like, oh, going to your first dungeon party. They're always, like, four-panel comics, right? And then she started a series where her, uh, her master – um, started uh, his big kink is chastity, it's putting people in chastity, Ooh. right? And so he would decide to go, how long can she be like not be allowed to come for? And Ooh. so she would document it. Oh yeah, it was it's absolutely miserable. Can't like that. <laughs> I thought I wouldn't like it, and now I'm like, ah. 
but I was I was super curious about it because even though it wasn't my particular kink, it seemed very intense to her, and I loved like every time like each day would like have like a theme where like she felt she felt like he would play her like a video game, but not allow her to come. Right. And so she'd have like little like horniness creature that would hang around her head. And as he's like making her <laughs> This is suffer. a cartoon series? Yeah. Like a comic strip? But kind little of. little four. Yeah. Usually they're four panel comics. With her chastity series, it was usually just like one picture a day. And it said, and I think in the bottom it said, how many days? Tell Mel's days in chastity. And I think the furthest she has gotten has been 60 something. But she also drew Whoa. a comic or she drew a picture every day. Wow. For each day that she was in chastity until he would finally let her come. Wow. And so it was just, it was great to follow along with that journey, but also just like her, it, she was just so creative with the ways that she would depict what it felt like to be in chastity. So, and I remember Captain and I, like every time one of us would find the post first and like it, and then the other person would see it and we would like it, but we were both really big fans of it, so... She doesn't upgrade. She doesn't update quite as much anymore because, you know, I'm assuming she has like a whole actual life. But <laughs> how rude. <laughs> yeah. How, how dare she? She needs to be here to like so I can laugh at all her stuff. And I will say actually that her uh, her master it, himself is actually a wonderful photographer and takes beautiful photos of her, usually suffering in chastity. Yeah. Yeah. So if you ever find I think his is odorant. If you ever um, Find yourself on Odorant's page. He has some beautiful pictures of her with a great description of how beautifully his slave suffers for him. So, yeah. Anyway, that is my list of art. I would like to name a few of the ones uh, from our listeners, because I did ask them who some of their favorite artists were. Uh, one of the ones that I completely forgot uh, that I saw on Instagram was called Rutu Rutu. I feel like you would like this, Lala. Rutu Rutu? Yes. Uh, I think she describes her art as being um, mid-century. R-U-T-U? R-U-T-T-U. Thank you. And it's uh, it's also in uh, the Princess Castle channel on Discord. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, it's very, like, pin-up-y drawing, but also, like, really cutesy. And it all is super kink-based. I'm going to see if I can find a photo for you. I love, obviously, when things are, like, cute and kinky. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's then I have an I artist for you. Love the pinup stuff, too. I, I'm drawn to it. Like, I I collect it in a weird way. Like, yeah. Not in a weird way, but I, like, if you are in my closet, if you go in my closet and just, like, dig through stuff, that you'll sounds find terrifying. a pinup. <laughs> postcard or a photo ripped out of a magazine or just and this this feels very stuff. like pinup art but a little bit more cartoony oh so it's it's super cute and it does like depict like all different kinds of i mean scenes. and there's spooky stuff of mean, course there's spooky stuff there's spooky stuff which i i'm all about the spooky stuff yeah so i didn't realize i'd actually had seen that person before um how cute yeah uh, another one is, let's see, Captain put some in here, which one of them is one of the ones I also like, Lex J. Uh, there's Coke Streams, which are, uh, they do a lot of fetish comics. And I think I've seen this person's fetish comics on FetLife. They'll promo them a little bit on FetLife, and then you can subscribe to their actual, uh, uh, comic through their website. So they have a lot of erotic comics, you know, depicting, like, fantasy type of scenes. Um, there's also... Fetishartist.com, another one from our very own captain. 
that one I do not know a lot about because I have a hard time accessing the website, but I do believe it is like another, uh, if there's general kind of fetish art, but then I think they also have a few comic ones there as well. Um, and, and the last one I have here is Olivia de Berardini's. I didn't know, this is another person, I did not know I ever saw their art before. They do a lot of um, comic book art. They were previously a comic book artist. And so they take a lot of that very typical comic comic book, like Marvel, DC looking superhero style. And they put a bit of a kinky or sexy twist on it. Kind of like the boys. No, that's abuse. Listen. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Ludwig van Baconart. Ludwig van Baconart. Is yes. that a pig? No, it is an artist. Sounds like a pig and getting he has, dressed up. <laughs> he does these little little stuffy characters. Oh or it started out as little stuffy characters. I want to see. And then it turned, oh. like, he does other stuff, too. So he would do, like, like all the horror characters, like Pinhead and Freddy and Jason and all these, like, cute little stuffies. But he also does kink-based art pieces too, which would be like, like Daddy Shark, where the shark's got the, the other shark bent over and spanking, and, <laughs> and like you know, cute little things like that. Or it'll have like a basket of vibrators, and it'll be like harvest time, you know. Like it, it's very, <laughs> but it's it's he's also like I've seen through his art, very kink-conscious. Mm-hmm. So everything follows the safe, sane, and consensual guidelines. And it's amazing. Like he, I used to, I got a bunch of face masks when COVID first started from his, one of his outlets. And it was like, it had the, the vanilla bottle on it. And it says, you want me to do what? And has like a shocked expression on its face. (laughs) (laughs) So, so all those cute little things that you see pop up on like Instagram and Facebook with that style is probably his that has been stolen and and Mm re-uploaded as somebody else's Mm -hmm. stuff. So like, like I see a lot of yeah, there's a lot of that, but he's a very, very good artist to check out as well. Another one that I just remember that I see a whole lot, not necessarily, like, I see it posted a lot in, uh, like, DDLG spaces, is the artist's name is Ariel 80s, and she always draws the same two characters that are in this sort of dynamic with each other, and one of them is this girl who uh, is, obviously, she's a little, and she typically has half black, half pink hair, it's really cute, and her uh, caregiver is a big demon guy. And it's just always, like, these really, like, adorable depictions of him doing, like, some form of caregiving. And, like, she's bratting at him. And he always is, like, doing stuff with his tail. Because he has this big, long demon tail that does all these different things. And there's just, I just would love scrolling through this person's Instagram sometimes. Like a tentacle. I Mm. love it so much. (laughs) Like a tentacle. (laughs) Yes. It is often used, like, a tentacle. And she always does, like, themes for the holidays. Fun. So like they sometimes oh, the cool. pictures will get like really spicy and other times they're just really cute. <gasps> I've seen that art before. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I, the shark oh, one. Oh yeah, the shark one. That's funny. Yep. So yeah, so it's super, super good stuff. Big big fan. <laughs> Anyhow, that's Here's that's the other my. One. I haven't seen. <laughs> He's tied to an anchor. He tied another shark to an anchor. <laughs> and he's singing the daddy shark song. <laughs> he also has a squid for a flogger. In his hand. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> and there's starfish on the other shark you that are like show, pasties. You have to show Shark Boy. He's trying to see. Oh. <laughs> 
That's cute. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh, and another fetish artist who we technically actually mentioned earlier because it is one of our sponsors is Brad of Steel from Steel Brat Passies. Mm. He actually does a lot of, like, I think that you could, he has made fetish art. Primarily what I've seen is just appreciation of, like, the like the naked form, and it's really beautiful. I have a Brad of Steel original. Um, my sir calls me Bunny. Mm-hmm. And so he ha- he commissioned Brad of Steel to draw a bunny tied up in rope. That's and so cute. I have a framed Brad of Steel original. Yeah. Yeah. And it's adorable. <laughs> it is so stinking cute. It's in Modi. It's gonna, yeah. And he does super stuff like cute. this too. Oh, that is so cute. So I wanted to make sure that we plugged him as well. So basically, all these people, uh, you know, go go check them out and see if there's some kinky art that you can bring into your life. And give them loves. Yeah. All the loves. And if there's anyone who you can think of, um, I would love to hear it. Because I'm always looking for more art. Playing nothing, with your phone, nothing. Lala. <laughs> Sorry, I was... <laughs> Nothing to see here. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you're getting after Thief about it. <laughs> was right. I? Yeah. Was I? It broke you out were. the crop and everything. Oh, that's right, because it went off, and it was singing a weird song. The Adams yeah, family, the Adams family. Oh, yeah. is not a weird song. Well, it was weird to just go off. <laughs> it's my ringtone. I can't help it. It's a great ringtone. Right? It's yes. either that or Pink Panther. Which one do you want? Adams. Okay. So anyway, that's all that I have to rant about with kinky art because it makes me really happy. Kinky art, yay! Yep. Yay! Um, I want to know why it sounds frightening to go through my closet, thief, and find pinup photos. Well, because of all the other things I might find in there. It's not like you haven't seen them before. Not in the not in the closet. It's that's a big closet. You, that's where you hide. It's all a really the, big closet. All the shameful things. It's a big closet. That's what I mean. Greedy, have you been in my closet? Daunting task. Um, I it's honestly like don't know. Eight by twelve. How many knuckles have big. you been in? I want to go in your closet. Yeah, it's big. Seven. <laughs> Speaking of closets, I have. Yay! A... You're coming out of it. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I came out of the closet a long time ago. Um, I have a lesbian coloring book that I tried to give to my son's girlfriend, but she didn't care for it. <gasps> so if anybody, if anybody would like a Hold lesbian up. coloring stop, book, stop, wait, wait. Oh, wait. I have nods. Hey, you. Uh, why no? What? Why? I'm offering to give it to someone no. who's listening. But why would you try to give it to your son? Because she's by. Right, and so are you. I know, but I'm not going to color it. Right, but why are you giving her? The lesbian I'm not. Book. She doesn't want it, so I still have I it to give. I wouldn't either. To... She would probably be crazy to accept something like that, thinking that she maybe you were accepting more. I was more. 20% cooler, remember? Or 30% cooler. Okay, remember? but when that was before out? you hit on her by trying to give her a <laughs> lesbian coloring book. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, she, yeah. G- she rated me higher after that. Out of fear. Yes, no. I would too. I'm out of this one. I can't help you, Lala. Wow. I'm so sorry. You guys are dumb and I don't like you anymore. <laughs> yes, what do you I want, do. Shark Boy? Talk talk else? loud. Yes. Alright, I'm I'm gonna go to the mic before this. We're waiting. So let's just say hypothetically. Get closer. Let's just say hypothetically. There you go. 
Um, you and your mother-in-law, your mother-in-law gives you a pornographic book for, for you. Awesome. Why I mean, not? I, there too. I, 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 well, you're you. It wouldn't stuff. bother and your me. Mom like, you. I would, but, I would but, be flattered. I, but like, I can understand from her viewpoint, like, how long have they been together first off? Over a year? Just over a year? Maybe longer? Maybe two years? I don't so know. I would find it a bit, like, I don't know what the correct word is, but uncomfortable that someone... But I know all about her sexual... Which is why... It... I know all about her... Um, there's a lot of private things I'm not going to go into, but I know all of the... Like her history? Her in, yes, her sexual history. She flat out... We all were sitting at the table having dinner, and she shared all of it with us. Wow. See, in that case, it kind of sounds like my relationship with your mom, Gigantor. Okay, but then... Because we're we talk but, we talk but, about but my mom isn't giving you a like a lesbian coloring book. She might. I felt completely comfortable, and I it wasn't weird or awkward. To you, she didn't because seem like it was uncomfortable. Or other, I mean, she, does she just not color? No, she, she just, colors all the not time. Creative she loves like coloring that. Books. She's not. <laughs> shut <It's> just, up. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't think so. They like do Legos and video games together. So, well, I think maybe really get her some lazy. erotic Legos. Listen, yeah. listen. The point is that you should be giving this coloring book to me. Is really what it. I raised my hand first. <laughs> I raised my hand. I mean, first. I could rip it in half. There's a lot of pages, and you'll never color all of them. But yeah, I was gonna say, don't <laughs> challenge them it's... to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then, listeners, sorry it's been claimed. Mm. We'll <laughs> wrestle for it later. Okay. Oh, I want to watch and take pictures. We'll put them on Discord. We... <laughs> pictures have to be consensual. Um, neither one of them say no, and they both like a lot of attention, so I'm <laughs> voting that they'll be cool with it. As long as they approve the photo, and okay. it's not just like, you know, a one-cheek wonder or... Right. That's the nicest a way I've ever shot. been called an attention whore. <laughs> Almost hey, makes you feel proud I'm in of the it, boat huh? with you. I love attention. So, you know, I'll I'll paddle my own paddle. It's all good. We may spin in circles, but it'll be fun. <laughs> we do uh, have a kink or fetish of the week. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I'm tired of talking, so someone else do that. Our kink slash fetish of the week of bastinado can you do it without an accent so we can understand what you're saying bastinado bastinado it's also called falaka or Uh. falanga oh golly gee willikers it is the practice of beating or whipping the soles of the feet usually with a cane or a rod (sighs) If it originated in the Middle East or maybe China as a form of corporal punishment. Uh, oh, you, you Keep what? on. Keep on. Oh, no, no, no. No. Do we no, have no, a... Um, do we have a... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you like to have... That is a souls? hard red for me. Oh, mm-hmm. Damn it. Same here. Wow. thought we were going somewhere. Apparently, we're not. That's... Like, I bet Greedy and I both have things about our feet. Kind of like... Yeah. In general... Like, well, it can I, also be intensely painful. So, yeah. I mean, the soles of the feet have lots of nerve endings and and little bones, so it's very dangerous as well. You can't just go smack in the bottom of somebody's foot with shit. 
Like, you need to take a course, take a class, read some books, do a little research, do a little dance. Just a little, like, just a, a little like dance. a little, a little crop, like right where the cur- the foot arches right Are you there. asking if you can do something? That would feel so good, I think. I do too. Oh, though, usually the way that I, because I see it a lot now in, like, kinky porn. Yeah. So I didn't really, like... I never even really thought about it being its own thing. But like the amount of times I'm just like, God, oh, I hate when they're rubbing their feet. And I'll try to like zoom like past it, like a little bit, like I'll forward it. They're but rubbing I, like a massage? No, no, no. They're hitting, they're caning oh, oh, their oh. bottoms of their feet. Or they'll, they're taking something um, it, like a, like the tip of the cane and like shoving it in parts of their feet. Yeah, I see it frequently in kink porn now. Yeah. It's pretty common now. I do not like stuff between my toes oh it's not between their toes it's like it's under on their, their soul and they're the pushing it in yeah they're yes. pushing it in no. they're whipping and then they'll like they'll do that and they'll like push it in really hard i or, don't like that i don't yeah. think i'd like that yeah it's very, but i think on the it arch, looks very painful just lightly on the arch of the foot well oh, see that seems like a lot more thuddy and the, these canes are stinging yeah no no stinging like they have lines on the bottoms of their feet after yeah. no padding no padding and then they can't the walk bottom of your foot should be well, I shouldn't say should be, but my foot should be bruised. It should be? Yeah. You want it to be bruised? Yes, please. Really? I have a thing about the bottoms of the feet that goes way back, way back way um, to friction burns. and Like almost carpet? Like on the carpet? Usually against the other foot. So like rubbing them back and forth oh, until it like... Yeah? heats up so much that it like burns one foot it usually burns both like both will blister but blister yeah um did you do this to your own self yeah a lot and i wouldn't really use past tense so much (laughs) 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 um is that why you're always hobbling around (laughs) it can be one of the reasons yes i used to do it when i was driving truck in fact we the way the the bunk was set up and and the the way one bunk ended in like a little nightstand kind of thing, the uh-huh. corner on it was kind of rounded, but it was rubberized rounded. Yeah. And it was the perfect for like if you just started like moving your foot on it, it would be like a massage. But if yeah. you kept going and kept going and kept going, it would turn into that burning sensation and get hot. And I used to do that a lot. And in fact, I do it so much to where it like burn a hole in the bottom of my foot, like a hole would be gone. And I'd have to like bandage it and use neosporin and i'd say okay no more of that but i'd keep doing it and bad boy it's a bad boy wow yeah wow and, and it's not it, i don't know how to how to explain the uh, the, the little feel goodies that you get from it like it's the little endorphins, endorphins? i don't mm-hmm. i don't know if they're endorphins or not like i mean Arousal? i guess they are but it's not really real ra- it's like tingly like i just yeah i mean i'm sure it's endorphins but it, it seems different from other kinds of endorphins like it's it's i don't know hmm. how to explain anyone else like their feet to be hurt Mm-mm. no oh, i don't oh, like their feet like, touched mm-mm, at mm-mm, all mm-mm, mm-mm. i like a nice pedicure i've never had one. Oh, that's that's a i don't hard think i could do for one. me like I don't want anybody by my I feet. have real bad history with people and my feet. Like, mm-hmm. when I was in eighth grade, a uh, kid kept on kicking the underside of my feet. I wound up beating the shit out of him for it. And I, I really didn't understand why, but it just pissed me off. And I hurt the kid. Like, I really hurt him. 
I'd be okay with that too. Hurting yeah. the kid? No, if <laughs> getting the bottom of your feet. If I get to, if I get to, you know, cane the bottom of his feet and then he beats the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> wow! Kidding. You don't let's, lock your door at night. Let's only do that if I like am moving out out of here like that day, because yeah, that might ruin our relationship. Why? Uh, so it was consented to on both sides. No, it's not consented to. Oh well, this <laughs> is very much not be consented to. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. not going to be one of those surprise things. I hope not. Hey, you didn't. This is random. It's not about feet. But you didn't mention anime. Anime, to me, is like the most sexualized... Anime or manga? Oh, it is. Or hentai. Um, Or what is the... What are all the different ones? There's hentai, there's ecchi, there's uh, regular anime. No, anime definitely is. Um, It's not something I really like to talk about, if I'm honest. Because a lot of times, regular anime, the main characters are typically underage, and it's still heavily sexualized, or they're creeping on one of the female characters. So that's not really something that I like to talk about a whole lot because I'm like, that part always squicks me out. I, I don't know. I don't watch anime. I don't, like, I know nothing. I don't even know one single story like because mm-hmm. I've never read it or watched it. But, you know, you can't help but see the characters here and there. Oh, yeah. Like well, in a meme or as you're walking by TV or whatever. So, but well, they're so, they can be so freaking sexy. Oh, yeah. And I it's mean, art. Yeah. Well, That's definitely. why I'm, that, and to me, anime, hentai, what all those things mm-hmm. you're saying, it's all to me, it's all anime. Oh, it basically is. <laughs> so if you can look at it as anime being the overarching thing and then the subsets of it can, you know, can include things like hentai where it's just, where it's anime porn, uh-huh. right? Um, or it can include uh, etchies. Etchies are just extremely suggestive and sexual, but you actually never end up seeing the sex organs. Oh, okay. So it's just the, the bathing suit, and it just says 30 seconds of the thighs So shaking it's like a and Ken and Barbie show? Uh, that's it. It gives you. It gets real close. I mean, the most that like like they have uncensored versions of etchies. The fact that they have versions where they have to censor and not censor. I know this because there was one that Gigantor and I watched that we were a really big fan of. That was absolutely hilarious. Called Prison School, and so we had watched it on some site. And later on, maybe six months later, we go to show his friend it. We're like, oh yeah, let's watch it. And we had a new subscription service for anime, and we cut it on. And we didn't know that an uncensored version of it exists until suddenly there were titties everywhere, <gasps> uncensored, straight up nipples. And we we're like, oh, we are so sorry. Like, because we, we're like, this guy's gonna think we're showing him straight up porn. You know, but like it's just an etchy, like nothing actually happens. But they'll they'll go as far as to show you the breasts and then they'll show you like suggestive outlines, some things. They almost never actually have sex is one of the big things about it too. So it just feels like feels like they're edging you the whole time, frankly. <laughs> they're teasing and edging you the whole time because it's never quite hentai never quite get to penetration so it's almost like uh skinamax version of yes. cartoons or, yes. s- or soaking <laughs> wow full Anima- circle animated soaking so what if you're soaking and instead of jumping on the bed they're caning your feet Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's hot call us at 1-800-MORMON <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing about that description that i enjoyed <laughs> i'll be honest <laughs> it was a joke, people. It was a joke. <laughs> this is why I was laughing. <laughs> but now it's a thing. Hey, someone might be in it, in on it, into it. 
Yeah, I can, they, I can they can get work. into it. They just can't move back and forth. Yeah, but but if someone's caning their feet, they're going to want to wiggle and jiggle and get away from it, right? right? Which means they're going to push in. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the excuse I'd use. Sorry, babe, but God caned my feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody came. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, how do they keep from getting pregnant? They we're don't. S- we're so like... Well, have you been to Salt Lake City? Huh? If you're just have soaking, you can't get pregnant. So have you been to Salt Lake City? Are the yes, small I have. surrounding areas? Yes, There's I have. Like 14-year-olds walking around pushing baby strollers and... I don't remember seeing well, that. Uh, I saw it was it on a mission trip? I did not go on a mission. Oh, okay. No. Good. Actually, I, I think I read somewhere recently that most of Salt Lake City is not Mormon anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. I went to BYU, not... I didn't go to school there. No, oh. no, no, wait. I was at BYU, but it was a summer event for Mormon youth. Mm. It was called Best of Especially for Best of Especially for Youth or something like that. And for and those it was that are so wondering, fun. Everybody who's seen the TikToks, yes, we know BSU is where the TikToks thing started. But mm. remember, Lala is from the age of anal because God can't see you. No, and that's not Catholic. Soaking. Oh, that was Catholic. Yeah. Why did I think it was Mormons too? So I, I th- I'm pretty sure it's Catholic. The Bible tells me because they have a cross and, and the rosary and stuff, and that's not Mormon. That's right. Because Mormons don't worship the cross. No, but I think I felt like I heard not that song, but I mean like previous version of the philosophy. I guess you could say. I don't know. No, hey. Neither. hey guys. Hey. Hey. Um, Can we go home? Is it raining? What's that noise? Can, I just wanted to know: Can we make the word of the word of the day be soaking? Sure. Okay. Cool. Yes. I really, I really want that to happen. Soaking. <laughs> soaking. <laughs> it's not what you think it is. <laughs> because not I was thinking about a hot tub. A hot tub. <laughs> exactly. I wish we could go soaking in the hot tub. Oh, I was insane. Really curious as to what you were going to ask me in the as like as an ex Mormon, and that was not yeah, that what was I was it. expecting. That was it. That's not what I was expecting though. Yeah. So what wow. were you expecting? I don't know. And then when you said soaking, I was thinking of baptisms for the dead because you're in the water for so long. <laughs> baptisms for the dead. I don't even want to dead? know another word about that. that <laughs> Wait, hold on. No. Is that you know a thing? No, no, if let's, you're, you're going to do this, I'm going to leave the room. Okay? Let's let's because... end this now, and we'll talk about this after. Because I am, I don't know if I want to be a part of this conversation. Coming up next week on the Gotham Press podcast, <laughs> our kink fetish of the week: baptisms, baptisms. of the dead. <laughs> I did a lot of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did I, a I lot really, of them. Really yeah, I did. I was, hey, I was Molly Mormon. I am not kid till I was 19 years old, 20 years old. Molly Mormon. And join us next week as we get into it with the conversation of Lala and necro... The what? Necrobaptism? What? I was going to go a different My way. My religious kink but, uh, just like reared its head. And I'm like, what if you gave. Necro soaking? What, what if I was like dressed as a nun and I gave someone a baptism by squirting on them? Oh. And suddenly oh. our audience has a new fetish. Yeah. Oh. Episode. Anyway, that was our, uh, our episode of the Gotham Press podcast. Well, wow. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you know, I've never seen anyone squirt. Oh, you! I've only heard about it. I've never seen it. Did you want to go to the baptism? Is that what you're saying? Say it again. You wanted to go to the baptism. (laughs) I want to see it. 
yeah, I want to watch. Can I watch you baptize someone? <laughs> if I can make myself do it, because I, I feel like, I shouldn't say my body is weird. My body is perfectly normal, and some people can squirt and some people can't. Mm-hmm. And some sometimes you'd be in a very specific position. I've only been able to do it to myself. Oh, really? Yes. Then it's not for failure of any of my partners. It's literally, it's just my body is so particular about you speed up here, you slow down here, you speed up here, you slow down. It's like a whole game thing. It's like DDR, you're hitting the arrows. So like, but then, you know, I also have had partners where like every time they come, they're squirting. So it's, wow. I don't know. I've never done it. I feel a little left out. I'm not It's okay. Club. I'll help you with it later. It's fine. Anyway. <laughs> I, I have believe we have deal. several people here wow. that will bear witness to this. I'm, that's intriguing. Okay. That's, that's the $50 tier. We gotta go. Bye. <laughs> $50 tier of Patreon. Come on, Anemic. Come on. Let's go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and with that, we are wet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Lala, final yeah. thoughts. Oh, gosh. We have to do that part. Oh, shit. Final thoughts? Um, yeah, you have to think. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just uh, want to reiterate that. Uh, we need to like really give love to those artists out there on FET. Yes, because absolutely. it matters. All right, and uh, thief. Yes, ma'am. Final thoughts. Um, the only part of the reflection that you can lick is your tongue. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it! And he's that right. Was so fucking random. And he's right. He's so right. Anemic, have you got any final thoughts for us? Your mattering as a person is not contingent upon your production, especially when your production, uh, especially now your production that the world recognizes as productivity. There you go. I'm going to have to listen to that a few times. Yeah, me too. Your mattering as a person is not contingent upon your production, especially not your production that the world recognizes as productivity. It means that it feels like that if your entire worth is based on what you produce, maybe to rethink that because what what the world defines as being production may not be what actual production is to you. Sounds like anti-capitalist propaganda. Mm. I mean, have you met me? (laughs) (laughs) Greedy, final thoughts. Yeah, I... I was actually going to say something kind of similar to what you just said. Really? Yeah. Okay, sorry. (sighs) Lies. Still say it. Lies. Basically, you matter. Whoever the oh. fuck you are out there, mm-hmm. you matter. Okay. If nobody else tells you today, you fucking rock. You got this shit. Okay. Hell Take yeah. it from me, because I guarantee I've been to really bad places and I've come out the other side. It's worth it. Stick with it. You got people that love you. Aww. With that, Gothamites, we love you all. We are out. Bye! Anyway, did you drink water today, Lala? Because you're going to be losing some. (laughs) Wait, I didn't hear what you said. I was trying to... She said she hopes you're well hydrated. Ah!